Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Balance Chaos Podcast. We're back after a little holiday break. Yes, it was so refreshing, but here we are for season three. Excited to be here. Yes, so new year, new season, um, still us. Yes, same old us. <laughs> and because it's the new year and there's all this energy around, okay, like, 2022. I keep like saying 2020, like it's still, I, <laughs> I don't know. I can't get past. Um, but there's, there's a lot of almost like expectation and I don't know. I used to really dislike the new year and the word resolutions. And I just felt like I was like, no, you can change at any time. But I also think it's really important to talk about what the energy of something new is and like the season and what it's bringing in. Right. Well, I think that a lot of people are drawn towards a resolution because just like you said, it's the new year. So it brings in new energy. So even though you can start something anytime, people feel like, well, you know, there's this breath of fresh air or this like restart. Yeah. It's like this new, new moment coming and it's almost like a new opportunity. I think when you have this, um, fresh year coming, it's got a new number, you're moving out of whatever was past. And I think a lot of us are like, okay, cool. 2021 is gone. It's gone. Let's, let's go ahead and not have that anymore. The last couple of years have been a lot. And I think there's also a little bit of fear happening right now. Yeah. Like, is this year going to be, we thought 2021 was going to be okay. <laughs> um, which I mean, yeah, astrologically, it wasn't. Here. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's like, I do feel like it's a lot of pressure. I keep looking at different memes, like 2021 heal, 2022. I can't even think of the word that's there, but it's basically like succeed. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> hang on. Let's not put all the pressure on the year. <laughs> well, I think a good way to kind of reset this would be to, not look at the negatives of 2021, but like mm -hmm. what good came out of 2021? What changed in your life that was positive? What happened that you were really grateful for? So then that way you put a positive spin for what's to come and less pressure. The pressure is what causes resistance and, you know, creates room for failure or uh, disappointment. Yeah, that's so true. And I, I do think there's every moment, every period of life, like life is not going to be perfectly happy easy things all the time. Like we have these parts of life that are heavy, that we feel a little sad or dark. We need all of those emotions and every part of that, you get a lesson and you get not only a lesson, but you grow, you learn more about yourself. Maybe you become more connected with certain people. Maybe you have a little space to be with yourself. And I know that, I mean, not being insensitive to anyone who's in a rough patch, but you do really need all the different things through life. Yeah. Well, the negatives, I guess, or what you perceive as negatives, you're, like you said, they help you grow. They help you appreciate the positives more. And they all of it is so that our soul can reconnect to love. Yeah. So appreciating every single part is necessary. Yeah. So it's a really great practice and good exercise starting this new year to take some time to look back on 2021. And if you're still like holding on to 2020, look at that year too. Like, what did it bring you? Where did you grow? Maybe what fostered what changed? I think a lot of people had big transformations during yeah. this time. And it's important to acknowledge that, not just be like, okay, we're done. <sighs> Avoid Close it. the door. Like, Close the that door. Was bad. Don't ever look at it again. Don't ever talk about it. <laughs> that avoidance is negative. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's instead looking at it, taking accountability, taking 
action and gratitude and then then moving forward, processing yeah. and moving forward. Yeah. And I, I do think it's important to note that this still is winter and winter is a time of, you know, reflection and kind of a little more solitude, a little more darkness so that you have that time to sleep more. Cry. Um, cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of crying this time yeah. of year. And I know, like, I felt like December, just personally, I had a lot of things of happening with me and the people that I knew, I felt like every day there was kind of this really heavy news. And so I know it wasn't just me. Like there was a lot of heavy energy in the past month. And the reason that we have that is to cry and kind of cleanse to renew. Yeah, to cleanse and renew. So um, as much as it's like, you know, January, let's get started. Let's move on the goals. You got to make sure that you're remembering and honoring the season that we're in. Right. So now going on new goals, we're going to call them because a lot of people have resistance towards the word resolution. Mm -hmm. So let's call it New Year's (laughs) intentions. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, Intentions. Intention is always positive because again, wherever intention goes, energy flows. So whenever you're trying to attract something new or bring in, change something or bring in something great, it's intention needs to go there. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, let's, we're talking about intentions. I also think it's important to notice like verbiage, verbiage that doesn't feel right to you just because other people are using it. If it doesn't feel right to you, don't Don't use use it. it. Don't use it. Um, it's personal journey. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a new year, but it's also right now when we're recording yesterday and when this comes out tomorrow, is a Capricorn new moon. Yes. So that's, it's like amplified new energy. Right. Well, anytime we have a new moon, it's a time for goal setting and intention setting. Yeah. Um, But the fact that we have a new moon on top of the new year, on top of the Capricorn energy. (laughs) It's a lot. (laughs) It is. So Capricorn, if you don't know the energy of Capricorn, it's all about getting things done. Doing, um, being very organized, persistent, and goal getting. Yeah, goal getting. So it's, it's kind of cool that it's now and that it is in this, in this time of everyone wanting to have new goals and think about these new things for, especially that it's 2022 and wanting the newness, the freshness. So it's actually energetically a great time to sit down and get some concrete goals. So this doesn't mean like, okay, I have some goals, let's go do them right now. Like actually sit and think about it and write them down. Let yourself dream big Yeah. also. I do, yeah, I think instead of like what's practical, expect yes. great things. Like, because I think a lot of us will be like, okay, um, I want a job where I make $100,000. But then we're like, well, realistically, if I just got out of college or, you know, maybe yeah. you're just going back into the workforce, you'll think, well, no, I'll start with 40000 And it's like, no, what, what do you actually want? What actually <laughs> feels good? And choose that, even if you are unsure of how it's going to come. Yeah, I think that is you know, stepping out of your rational brain. Cause our yes. rational brain is always going to tell us like, you can't have that. You're fresh, you're new, you're coming back in. There's the workforce is different. You're not going to get that, but just let yourself think about what you would want, what you would like, what feels really good and write that down. Exactly. So yes, whenever you're making a list, stop and feel. So if you want a million dollars, why, how's it going to make you feel? I love that so much because and, yeah, it works. It works, and it it makes you really, one, like, 
disconnect from the rational because you're back into your feeling body. And if if you struggle with this, I would start with three deep breaths that always will bring you back in. And then like close your eyes and let yourself picture where you are mm-hmm. if you have this million dollars. And then you're like, oh, this is how I feel in this place. Because it's not always easy to get there right away. Like, I don't know, I feel like I have a million dollars and everything's great. Like, <laughs> like no, what, what's happening? Well, you'll feel at ease probably. Mm-hmm. If you want a million dollars, it's probably because you want to feel freedom. You want to feel calm, so not stressed about money. Yeah. Um, and maybe you want to feel generous or excited about a vacation or a new home. Yeah. But it's like trying to picture those feelings and allow them to come into your heart space. Um, it's a very good, this is a third eye exercise and a heart chakra exercise. So mm-hmm. you're allowing them to come into your body so that now the energy is amplified. So you are on the same vibration to be able to attract what you want. Yeah, and it's so powerful. It is. So, so powerful. And it really, like, we can have it anything we want, and we put a lot of limitations on ourselves. Um, but you don't realize that you're putting those limitations on until you really sit and take a look at what they right. are. Well, because I hear so many people that are like, well, yeah, but why? So let's just go this million-dollar example. Mm-hmm. But why do you need a million dollars? Or I don't need a lot to be happy. And it's like, okay, well, that's not what we're saying, but when you do that, you put a negative connotation on having money and being mm-hmm. a vibrational match to that. So instead of limiting yourself, just think, yeah, I might not need a million dollars, but I'm going to do good if I have a lot of money. So it's okay for me to have a million dollars. Yeah. And it's not that like you're greedy or you just, you know, feel better than somebody else because you have a million dollars. It's because you can do good with it. So yeah. pay attention to your limiting beliefs. Are you somebody that, you know, gets excited about a big house and then you talk yourself down and you're like, well, I, I don't want to clean all that space. Yeah. Or what would I do with that? Yeah, I was going to say the other side of it is like the responsibility. I think some people are like, well, how would I even handle that? Well, you have a million dollars. You could pay someone to help you handle that. Like, exactly. It's really just kind of opening opening yourself up and the whole exercise of thinking about what you would like rather than what you should have or what you... Um, feel like you're capable of in this moment of life really is about opening you up to new opportunities and to feeling bigger. Yeah, absolutely. So what we're going to start is think of how you want to feel. What do you want? Well, I guess we would start with gratitude for the last year. Yeah, gratitude for last year. And even going back, like maybe you have been listening to this for a while and we talked some about this uh, last year and maybe you did make a list at the beginning of January 2021 on how you wanted to feel. I was going through this yesterday. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Please don't lie to us. We need the exact day. <laughs> One of the days. But like if you go back and you think, okay, what I wanted, for me, I wanted to feel lighter. I wanted to feel like I had more space and... I didn't really know in the beginning of last year how that was going to happen. And it did, (laughs) you know, so I think that's important to note too. You, you don't have to have a clear concrete plan of how it's going to happen. Just really. It's okay just to explore what you want. Yeah. Without being attached to how you get there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's also how we block ourselves from things. Cause then you're like, well, it has to be this way. Well, I mean, I think a good way to kind of combat this is pay attention to what kind of learner you are. If you're a visual (laughs) learner, then maybe you need to make a vision board because you can see it, like Mm -hmm. what you want on there, and then you're not going to get stuck on limitation. So get it out of your head. For me, I know I just like writing. Writing works. I've made vision boards before. I like them. Um, You can do digital ones as well, like I've done them on Pinterest. Yeah. But writing for me is the best because I save my notebooks and I can go back and see what I wrote and I can see that it comes to fruition. Yeah. But if you know that writing is too, I don't know, you can't 
hold the feelings in your body when you write it, then maybe you do need to make a full vision board, cut out pictures and see it. Mm -hmm. Another great thing to do if neither one of those speak to you is actually record it. Like, oh yeah, iPhones have voice recorders. Uh, I'll do this in the car so I'm safe. If I have an idea or a thought, I'll like voice record into my into my phone, and then that way. It does like get it out of your body, and sometimes it's nice to play back when you're like, oh, okay, what am I doing? What's happening? That's you can play idea. it back and then say, oh yeah, I listened to how excited I was about this. Yeah. So if you're like an audio learner, like That's you like to hear, right? Yeah. <laughs> then nailed it. Recording is a great way too. So really get to know yourself and pay attention to how you learn and how you can be the most impactful in your own work with yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it's writing it down, recording it, maybe even making a video, like mm -hmm. recording it on your camera if you need yeah. to see yourself saying it, or making pictures. But that way, when you start to manifest, it's cohesive, it's clear, and it works for you. Yeah. It's it's really powerful, and it is, it's fun to experiment with the different kinds because maybe you don't know how you get your feelings out the best. Maybe you know what kind of learner you are. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's fun to play. Um, okay, so after you have the gratitude for last year, then you're writing down your goals in this way, the other vision board, recording, all of that. And then you need to actually take some action. Yes. <laughs> Which is an important one. So we can set intentions all we want, but intentions are dead without actions. <laughs> yeah. And I think the important thing to remember is like one thing at a time. Because there's there's two there's two ways this can go. I mean, there's three. There's a way that it just goes and everything moves really easily. But there's some people, I know I can be like this. I look at all the things I want to do and I'm like, well. I'm going to sit on the couch instead. How about that? Does that, that's going to work, right? So that's a thing. And that's when you need to just do one small thing. Right. Well, because if it's like too big, let's just call it a pie. If we take too <laughs> big of a pie, like piece of pie, there's going to be resistance, right? We're going to be like, oh, there's no way I could finish this mm -hmm. all. But if you I have we're the eating whole, pie, a whole pie, I know. I don't know <laughs> if you have a whole pie, but you cut it into small pieces, it's, you can see how you can get through the pie. Yeah. That's such a weird example. <laughs> if you're cooking dinner. <laughs> 2022, my intention is <laughs> to keep my examples as weird as ever. Um, <laughs> it made so much sense it. in my head. Um, but yeah, like set your intent. Like once you set your intentions, small actionable steps. Yes. So I like to look at something big. Like, okay, I want to do, I don't know. Let's, let's just use a podcast example. I want to do a podcast, okay. right? I thought you were going to say pie, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making a pie. <laughs> um, but I make I wanted to make a podcast, or we wanted to make a podcast. And then we're like, okay, let's make a podcast. It's like, that can seem like a big, scary thing when yeah. you just do it. You're like, well, how the heck do I do that? Then you have to take it backwards. It's called reverse engineering, right? So uh, okay. Yes, I'm very inspired by you. <laughs> okay. So you see your goal, and then you go backwards. So how do you do that? You look at other people who have done it. You maybe reach out to them like, hey, how did you make a podcast? I mean, I had been in a class and I there was a podcast course on there. So I quickly went through it. I know that I can learn things pretty quickly. I, I knew we had Halstein who knows tech stuff. So I didn't need to really get caught up in like <laughs> how to edit. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Good. Thanks for that. We are very grateful for him. Um, but you just, you take it backwards and then it makes it easier. And then when you get to the beginning, you know the first thing you need to do. Right. right. Well, like, so for us with the podcast, it's, okay, let's get a microphone. 
Yeah. We tested quite a few, but <laughs> we've we got, figured it, we out. got it down. <laughs> um, but we started with, okay, we need a microphone and a computer and then figure out how to upload it. Right. Yeah. We did that. And then it was like, okay, now we need to record some episodes. So we have them. How many do we want when we first launch? So we recorded 10, I believe yeah. before we launched. Yeah. So we had 10 episodes in our, you know, Arsenal. backlog. Yeah. And then from there it's just, okay, but what are we going to talk about? The way that our brains work, it's usually <laughs> we decide day of. But um, and it's then, yeah, and then like the little things, like oh, we should, you know, we were like, okay, I think we have it. And then you, I'm like, let's listen to one. I'm like, oh, we need a song. Yeah, you don't need one, but it would be nice to have that. And we need a cover. Yeah, so let's we took okay, photos. We took photos and we put it together on Canva. You know, like it's not as hard as it seems when you break it up into bite-sized pieces. But had we decided in one day we wanted a podcast and did all that in one day, it would have been exhausting, right? We probably would have given up. Yes. But the fact that we broke it down over a series of days and dates and things that were actionable, here we are going on two years strong. That's right. Three seasons in. Three seasons in. (laughs) Um, But I think this example leads to my other the other type right so you're taking one step at a time and you're not letting it be overwhelming the other thing that can happen is people get so excited and I see this a lot in like the health and fitness world yes um you're like okay it's January 1st I'm gonna start a new diet I'm gonna eat completely different (laughs) and I'm gonna go to the gym every day for two hours and it's like you might be able to sustain that for a week Yeah, but then the pendulum has to swing. Yeah, you can't. You start burning out. So it can be with health and fitness. It can be with work. It can be with anything. And if you try to accomplish all of... So you make this beautiful list of your goal setting, your goals for 2022, and there's 10 things on the page, and you're like, I'm going to do all of these starting today. It's not going to work. No, it's not. It's not going to work. So yeah, start small. Start, okay, just for today, I'm going to work out. I'm going to set my workout for today. Just for today, I'm going to try to cut carbs and sugar. And then day by day, especially with that just for today, mm-hmm. it's not so much pressure on your spirit or your body or your yeah. mind. So you can actually start to create a sustainable plan. Yeah. Because what will happen is your body will not be happy with you. No. Well, none of us. Like our subconscious mind and our ego are built to protect us protect, and keep yeah. us, you know, a lot of times what we're already doing, even if mentally it doesn't make sense. So like, let's say you're eating a lot of sugar, carbs, and high yeah. fat diet. It might not make sense, but for your ego, that's been a comfort for you, and it's kept you safe where you are. So as soon as you go to change it, your ego is going to be like, well, who are you to tell me I can't have a cookie? I'm going to have 10. Exactly. And then you're going to have this internal battle with yourself, where instead, if you break it down you know, piece by piece and don't tell yourself, I can't have something or I have to change it all, Mm -hmm. your ego is going to fight you less, and you can actually create impactful change. Yeah, and there's, I mean, a lot of that. A lot of that stuff, if you have been in a pattern of this before, like being very gung-ho and getting burnt out, um, there's a lot of mindset shifting that has to go. Because I feel like most people that I see that do this are people that do set those, I can't have a lot of negative language, I have a lot of guilt and shame when they go off the bandwagon and then go into the spiral of like, I can never do it, I can't do anything. So yeah, all of this, everything Kristen just said, so like the negative mindset, the negative self-talk, what I said about the ego, all of this is solar plexus. Yeah. So anytime you're making a change, you need to make your solar plexus really strong so that you can sustain. So ways to make your solar plexus stronger would be eating your yellow food. So lemon water, oats, brown rice, quinoa, um, 
doing certain yoga poses, like mm-hmm. um, power stances. So mountain pose is really good for solar plexus. Um, putting both your hands over your head like you want to race is really yes. good. Um, positive self-talk. So I am statements like I am capable of making change. Um, mm-hmm. I am enough. I am powerful. Yes. Saying those things in the mirror before you start and maybe journaling them out. Mm -hmm. I like to write them five times each. So if I'm doing I am powerful, I'll write that five times. And then I am enough. I'll write that five times. So that way it starts to get in your subconscious mind. And it also starts to open up the energy in your solar plexus. Once you do that, then it's going to be easier to sustain whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah. You got to support yourself, not only in your body because I think a lot of people think like, okay, well I'm doing this so I'm I'm fixing my body. But your our body is connected to our energy body and to our mind and to the world around us. And if you don't support it, right. It's not gonna work. Something's gonna fold. Yeah. Or yeah. that's why a lot of people I think will start to work out, but every time they work out all of a sudden they get injured Mm -hmm. or they get sick. Yeah. And they're like, you know, I always get on a good routine and about three weeks in, but then, you know, my body responds differently. It's because you're not setting yourself up for success. So there's still some doubt there. And so you're attracting the energy of an injury. Yeah. And the other thing I want to note, because I think this happens, I always hear this, like, oh, I started a new routine. I was doing really well. And then I got sick. And I think that that happens because you've actually created space for change within your body and your body has to clear itself of toxins and get things out. Yes. So it's not like you're getting sick because you're doing something wrong. You're actually, your body's like, oh my gosh, we're doing this. Let's go. Yeah. I, now I have to do this part. So it's not, don't let yourself turn the other way. If you have been making, doing small steps, making positive changes, and then you find yourself with a cold or the flu, or you're knocked out for a little bit, just let yourself rest because rest is a really important part right. well, of I'm, creating new habits. But I'm glad you said that because I think a lot of people start working out, changing their diet, mm-hmm. but they don't create space for new rest mm-hmm. or for their body to restore. And yes. that's part of it. Your body gets sick, literally asking <laughs> you to rest. So if you're starting something new, make sure you have more rest built into your calendar basically. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this is, I mean, this is such an American problem. (laughs) It's like insane. Uh, I, I mean, I know it cause I've lived other places, but we've been watching Emily in Paris. I don't know if you've watched that, but it's cute. And they're in Paris and they like are always talking about like, we can't, she's American and she's in Paris. And they're like, we don't talk about work at parties. We don't, they have a, like a, a law, which this, I don't think this passed that long ago, but they you can't work on the weekends because it, people are so attached to their emails. Like they just made it a lot. Like you can't work on the weekends. Wow. <laughs> and and you see the Americans come in and they're like, okay, come on, we're gonna work at this party and I'm gonna schmooze this person. Well, and it's, it's such a part of our identity. I yes, think. it's so. Wait, crazy. so then let's challenge them for this too because <laughs> this is actually huge. And I've done this on myself too. And I will tell you, I. I'm not good at it. (laughs) I mean, who are you in your identity without your job? Yeah. It's hard. It's really hard. But if you can start to ask yourself, so like if I'm not talking about work, if I'm not talking about what I do, who am I? Oh, it is hard. It is because it's in our culture. It's such a big part. The first thing we ask people is what do you do? Yeah. What do you do for a living? What's your job? What is this? Yeah. Well, and it's, yeah, but I mean, it's hard. I did try and Devin noticed. So I was trying to have weeks where like, if people asked what I did, I brushed over it really fast because I wanted to talk to people about other things. Mm. And so I would just be like, oh, I own a wellness company and like not go into it because Mm -hmm. I do think like it is like just so our job in particular, as soon as you tell people what you do, they're they're like like, interested. It's kind of like taboo or cool or different. Yeah. 
And well, I think a lot of careers are like that, but yeah. it, it opens up easy conversation. But instead it's like, well, I want people to like me for me and let's talk about something funny or something. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about a book I read. <laughs> you know who is actually really good at this? Hallstein. Yeah. Oh, he he's the best. He like really he's the this. most interesting person without talking about work. <laughs> that ever. is very true. And he's not from this country. That's, 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 that's why. Like, that's why. Because it, it is. It's just so it's so different. And like most of my friends in Norway were friends from work. But like when we hung out outside of work, we weren't like just constantly talking about work. Yeah. Which I feel like I have a hard time. Same. That's what I said. I wasn't good at it, but I'm trying. Trying. (laughs) But yeah, Halstein is really good at it, but it, it is, it's like, it's so ingrained in our culture that that's a part of who we are. And so because work is like that, it almost makes everything like that because then you feel like if you can't rest from work, which I watched a really great, everyone should watch this. uh, The mind explained on Netflix has, they're like short, like 20 minute episodes, but there was one on focus and it actually talked about emails. And then I learned the thing about France, which I was like, wow, this is so <laughs> intertwined and interesting, but talked about basically how emails were supposed to like help us and they've made us, you know, more attached to work and, right. you know, anyway, watch that. It's great. <laughs> but I was going somewhere with this, but yeah. So because we're so attached to work and that, there's never rest there. I think we forget how to rest in general. Yeah. Right. So, cause if you can't rest from your job, then you're like everything I do, I have to do a thousand percent. So mm-hmm. now I'm going to be really into working out. And now if I'm not talking about work, I'm talking about wor- working out because it's that's just like my, transference. Yeah. Transferring yeah. Addiction. You're just going from place to place. But really, I mean, what if we talked about how much sleep you got last night? Like nobody right. talks. It's more of like a badge of honor. Like, oh, I only slept six hours. I only slept four hours and I'm here and I'm functioning. But really to have like optimal health and wellness, you need sleep, but yeah. we just don't value it. Yeah, no, we should be talking I about it. I feel like I'm off on a No, tangent, I love but. it. You're so excited too to watch you light up when you're excited about something. This is actually great. But it's true. Like I and. I challenge you guys. I just am just going to keep challenging you guys. <laughs> Brooks full of challenges. I'm really excited about <laughs> But like, see, if you go into a crowd, if you can talk about something great, like, oh, I've worked out. I've done yoga every day this week and I noticed my body feels so much looser. Yeah. Or like, I've been resting so much better. Try to talk about the things that make you feel good and see who comes in on the conversation. Yes, it does. And it changes the conversations from being drained from work because I think a lot of times that is if you're like out socially like oh I worked so much this week and I was the worst at this I feel like I've really tried I definitely still talk about work a lot um but but it's not like I would say no okay I don't know I want to argue about this okay let's fight (laughs) let's fight (laughs) no I've been trying it's been I've had a really it's it's been a it was part of my 2021 like transformation of trying not to be so work Work oriented, and it's really hard sometimes mm-hmm. when I have space, and but it feels good. It does. I don't know. I don't know. I I feel like you're not as bad as you think that you are on it. Well, good. I used I feel to like, be terrible. Well, I think we talk about work a lot mm-hmm. because we're always planning the next thing. This is true. But I think in general, when we're just like with the kids and doing things, you're not like fixated on like okay. It was very much my whole identity. I actually had like a epiphany of this, which is maybe why we're talking about this. <laughs> but I had an epiphany the other day because I drove into my garage and there's this 
sign that my mom made when we got married, which we got married and then we had a party. And so she like made this thing and it has a guitar, which was for Halstein. And then mine has scissors. And I was like, really? That was all I could get? I could get freaking scissors? Which not, but it was like, that was my whole identity. Like I worked really hard and I worked a lot. And, but I'm like, oh my gosh, that's, that's what was representing me. It made me feel sad. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I feel like I've come a long way. You have. That's why I'm very excited. Everybody, (laughs) you can do this. Notice what you're fixated on <laughs> right well it's true like and see what makes you feel if your fixations feel good okay mm-hmm. but really i was that was my identity feeling yeah that was my identity but i also talked about how much i worked and how i was tired and how like i couldn't i couldn't go on vacation because i was working or i couldn't do this and now i'm like let's go on vacation let's go on vacation, let's go on vacation. and also i i mean i sat upstairs and did an hour and a half of yoga and meditation which is not work. It's related to my work, but it makes me feel so good. It that's does. why I'm all excited. Well, no, I think that's a great thing. I think that's part of why maybe people resonate with this podcast because you and I are people who have found meditation or yoga or breath work, and we like to talk about how good it makes us feel. Mm-hmm. And then, so once you share that and other people feel it, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I just I think about how much I couldn't sleep and I couldn't. There's so many things like I couldn't sleep ever. I was a terrible sleeper. Now I can. It, takes me one second. Yeah. I'm a great sleeper. <laughs> You're like, that's not my problem. Yeah, that's not mine at all. But that was that was a big problem for me. And I couldn't relax. And now I'm very relaxed. <laughs> yeah. I'm still working on the relaxation part. I, it's working for me that I'm working on it. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just, I used to be, because my calendar was always booked out so far, that would make me anxious. But then now when it's not, I had a little backlash of like, wait, should it be booked out? But it's not because I've made it not. Like I've, you know, it's a conscious took choice. my website down. I've blocked off the calendars so people can't book. And then I'm like, I my calendar's not full, but it's what I want. Yeah. So I have to keep reminding my ego that we're safe. Yeah. And I think that's a big part of it. And I will say these past couple of months, I've had to check in with my ego a lot of times. Like, you're you're fine. Yeah. You're good. It's it's okay. You're doing and I, I know in my in my heart, in my gut, in everything that I'm doing the right things, but there's still those moments of like... Because it's new. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we should, sorry, bring this back to our topic, but yeah. this is going to be full circle. So <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> sorry, my voice just went out. But when you are trying to make a change or noticing that you want something new in your life, it's important to know that there's going to be an intermittent part where it feels very strange. And that is the change coming. Yes. And it's okay but because it's new, it feels almost scary. Like you're missing or losing something in the body. Yes. Like you feel like you're, it's almost like you're, I don't want to say forgetting something because it doesn't feel like that. It just feels like this little bit of emptiness. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's not like an, an emptiness, like I need something. It's just like, oh, okay. There's, it's, it's almost like space. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Well, like when I started Sorry. setting the intention that I wanted more like virtual clients, mm-hmm. So now I have it and I get a lot of people who want to book virtually, but immediately when somebody texts and wants virtual, I will panic a little bit and be like, well, where am I going to put them? And it's like, well, no, you changed your whole schedule to have more days from working at home. This is what you wanted. And once I do it, I'm happy and I'm fine. There's just that instance of like, is this okay? Right. Like, am I, am I all right? But then you'll see, because once it happens for a few weeks in a row and that change is there, mm-hmm. it feels really good that you're like, wow, the universe is responding to what I said I wanted. Yeah. And here it is. Yeah. Which is really it's really cool. So like, even just as I've 
you know, felt through this in the past couple months. And then I keep reminding myself, like, you're okay, you're good. And it's it's like almost as soon as I do that, there's some opportunity that's like, hey. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Everything's fine. Everything's yeah. fine. So know that during the change, it might be uncomfortable. The discomfort doesn't mean that it's bad or that mm-hmm. you made the wrong choice. Yeah, because I think we do that. Our rational, our rational brain comes in again and be like, "See, see, <laughs> you should have never changed you. this. <laughs> I told you we could just stay where we were." <laughs> so true, but no, the real growth <clears throat> comes with allowing the discomfort. I'm going to need you to talk for the room. <laughs> okay, the real growth comes from allowing the discomfort. I can't get this open. Um, yeah, so. I mean, really, I wanted to talk about burnout. I went on a a whole nother tangent, but I think it's important because I think we do spend so much time focused on the doing and we don't focus on the feeling and the letting things integrate. So not only is it just about not going full force, but, you know, if you're going to work out, set yourself realistic goals, make it 30 minutes. And then after that, you work out for the 30 minutes Give yourself five minutes to just sit yes. quietly. And then you're integrating that rest rather than pushing. Even if you just do 30 minutes and then you go do something else, if you don't give yourself that five minutes, I mean, in yoga, we have Shavasana at the end and people love to skip that, <laughs> but it's actually the most important because what it does and what it will, what it will do if you just sit with yourself after working out is that it gives your body the time to heal and integrate everything you just did. Yeah. So what, when you work out tomorrow, your body actually remembers like your muscles are like, Oh yeah, we did this before. If you just rush off, it actually doesn't, which is so well, you get tighter, you get tighter mm-hmm. muscles. Mm-hmm. The lactic acid builds up. Yeah. So you just, you need that. And then you're building in that rest. You're building in that that calm. And if you're doing something uncomfortable in work, like if you're trying out, okay, so maybe you're trying um, to make a podcast or make your own company, like give yourself, even if it's just five minutes of sitting and breathing or five minutes of driving in the car in silence or going on a walk, like give yourself some of that quiet time to let yourself feel how it is to have the change. Right. Well, it's the same, I think, too, with healing. There's a lot of people who start going to mm-hmm. healers, life coaches, whatever it is, mm-hmm. retreats, and they just want to bite off you know, healing experience after healing experience without implementing what they've learned or what they work through. Right. And so I think it's a challenge everywhere. Humans get addicted to the movement. Yeah. But we forget about the, the stillness it takes to integrate. So yeah. when you're doing healing, it's important to have a session. Mm-hmm. You know, take your notes and then let rest, let your body download what it is that you learned or that you're growing through and make those changes before you go start to dig into some (laughs) other new part of healing. Yeah. You're like, okay, so that was cool. Let's do another thing. Yeah. Because we do, we like, and we like the, the novelty of a new experience. Yeah. So sometimes when you, or when you go to a healing session for the first time, it feels really great. Like you've never, you've probably never felt something like that before. Or if you did, it was something that you couldn't find again. And then when you go back, you want it to be the same. And so it's it's almost like you're like always searching for something, but where you are is going to depend on how you're feeling and you just need need yeah. time to let it be a part of you. And it's okay if it doesn't have that same novelty. It just means that you're actually doing it. Right, exactly, <laughs> implementing. Well, because I get a lot of people who ask me about ayahuasca or mm-hmm. like plant mm-hmm. medicine and they're like, well, have you done it? And I'm like, well, no, I've done different I've done psychedelics. You've never, you've never done anything. 
I've right. done psychedelics, but I have not done ayahuasca. And a lot of people have asked me why. And every time I check in with my guides when I meditate, because I think it sounds awesome. Do I want to try it in life? Yes. I don't know if in this life I will be called to, though, because every time I ask my guides, they literally say, you don't just get, <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, my voice for this week um, is resting. Um, <laughs> She's actually not supposed to be talking. I made her. <laughs> <laughs> but my guides are always like, well, you don't go get like elective shoulder surgery. You get yeah. shoulder surgery when your shoulder is injured and you need yeah. it. So I guess the amount of healing work, not that I'm fully healed because nobody ever is, but I think I'm very intentional with what I'm working on with myself frequently because I do it for a job, but I also just yeah. that I'm doing enough meditation. I'm doing enough mindfulness and breathing that I am on my life path and where I'm supposed to be. I'm not far away. So I don't need to go get a big surgery. I also, am going to take it one step further for you because like you, your third eye is so open. You're so open already. You have communication with your guides. I think a lot of times people need ayahuasca to remove that veil to get away from that. So like, for somebody who doesn't have that or is trying and can't quite get there, then it makes sense. But for you, you're already there. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, that makes sense. They're like, hey, I'm right like, here. We're Why are you having an open conversation? We're, we're talking. <laughs> Why do you need to go somewhere else? No, that's true. But that, so just check in with yourself. If you are interested in doing a plant medicine or a even psychedelics, pray about it, meditate on it, and see if it's even needed for you right now or if you're doing enough without it right it's like anything you don't want to just do something because you heard it was cool yeah from someone else and especially with healing and with your own soul <laughs> like you gotta really be mindful and be aware and that's a huge part of it and that is sitting in stillness yeah. like that is how you're going to get the answers to if you need to take something a step further or if you're good where you are right and just because somebody says like this is awesome you have to do it doesn't mean that you have to do it because yeah. if it doesn't feel right for you it, well it's like even like <laughs> i look at like different diets mm -hmm. you know like mm -hmm. some people like a keto diet is great other people if you're you know allergic yeah. to avocado and bacon and cheese it's not going to work for you no no it it's so true like anything anything i think we're always searching for that one perfect thing that's going to make us feel <laughs> complete us we're going to be in the full circle and we're complete and right. everything's great now like whether it's spirituality, diet, anything. Work. But I think, yeah, the big thing is that it comes from in you. So, like, when do you feel the best? And are you present enough to even acknowledge when you feel good? Or are you always searching for something that the times that you feel good, you don't even catch it because you're searching for the next great thing? Oh, I think that that is so important. I, I think now, like, I feel so much stuff in my body, like, when something's right and when something's wrong. And I, like, think, was this always here and I just didn't know? Or was I just moving so fast that I didn't feel it? You know, it's just, it's so easy to, easy, quote unquote, to access if you slow down. Right. But are you willing to slow down to, to feel it? Yeah. Well, I think that's the thing is so many people are uncomfortable feeling. It's hard. But just because it's not comfortable does not mean that it's bad. No. I wish that I could like write that on my forehead so people who ever <laughs> saw me could read it every day. Because I get so many people that are like... Just as far as even appointments go, like mm -hmm. I'm uncomfortable, something big happened in my life. I need to text you or I need an appointment now. And it's like, no, 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 no. Just, no. You need Sit to with be it. uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and it goes back to that, you know, like we are supposed to have that full range, that ups and those ups and downs. And just because you're on the right life path does not mean that you're not going to have a day where you feel crappy. Feel, yeah. Because we are supposed to feel everything. There's no, 
good or bad emotion. There's just emotion and there's just feeling and it's so, so, so important. So on that note, you should all come to breath work. Yes. Oh, (laughs) yes. Okay. If you're going through the ebbs and flows of feeling, or if you want to create new energy and release, we have a breath work opportunity for you. We do. I actually, I was talking about this and I was like, really, if we could just get people to do breath work. And I'm like, wait, we we are going to talk about that. So I'm just going to go right there. Yeah. So we're doing, um, it's a two-hour live in-person, which we haven't done an in-person, in-person breath work in years. Yeah, it's been a long time. So Since I, twenty before the shutdowns of 2020. Yeah, so right? it was like February 2020. I want an exact date. It was February okay. 17th. No. <laughs> okay, I believe you. I'm I'm there. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be great. We're so excited about it, and it is. It's nice because I know when we first started doing any sort of workshop thing together, we were like, okay, let's make these little bite-sized things so that people can come and feel like they don't have to give up their whole weekend or if they feel like they don't have time. Two hours. Two hours is not a lot of time, but you're going to feel like you took a whole getaway. Yeah. So it is January 9th at 1.30. At Vibe Yoga. At Vibe Yoga. So... We would love in a, Las Vegas. Yes, in Las Vegas. Sorry if you're not in Las Vegas. You can come. We would love to have you. <laughs> but really, you should come to a retreat if you're not in Las Vegas. If you're not in Las Vegas. We have a retreat opportunity coming up for you. <laughs> yeah. So our um, let me finish breath work. Okay. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. So if you want to come, send us a message, or if you know our Venmo, you can just Venmo one of us, and we will know that you're coming. Just give us a little note on what it is. Yes. Yeah. Does that sound okay? Yeah, that's I'm like, great. I'm making this up as we go. Um, but do you want to tell the cost so they know oh, yeah. you? Yeah. No, <laughs> just get any money. It's good. No, you can look on our Instagram to find out any other details about it. But it's gonna be sixty dollars. But if you're a Vibe member, we're doing a special price for Vibe members, and that's forty. Um, well worth it. It's anyone who has done breath work knows how transformational it is. It's a great um modality to use when you're feeling a little unsure yeah. because it pulls you out of your head, out of your rational thinking, back into your body. It's like the quickest way to get to know the feelings in your body, which is, you know, what I was just talking about, like how easy it is now for me to feel if something's a yes or a no. Like you'll get to know your body real fast doing breath work. Yeah. And we combine it with some share circles and Things that just really make you feel uplifted by the healing community and the energy is very amplified in there. So everybody leaves on this extreme love high, which is so I magic. love so much. Yeah. I, yeah. I love it so much. Um, and the thing about the community part, I think one, saying things out loud of how you're feeling or what you want to accomplish or goals, it gives you that little bit of extra accountability. Um, and it also makes us feel so connected because you realize how many of us are just going through the same stuff. It's right. really cool. It's so, true. Yeah, it's not just breathing. You're not breathing for two hours. We have no, lots of other no. fun things happening with it as well. It's going to be a really magical day, though. So if you're looking for some magic in your life... We'll see you there. We'll see you. Um, and then we're going to head away into our retreat. Yes. So if you're not in Las Vegas, but you <laughs> or like, if you are, or if you, you want to go away with us, <laughs> um, we're doing our second retreat uh, in Joshua Tree, which I'm really, really yes. excited about. Joshua, Joshua Tree. Tree is in California, if you don't know. Um, very beautiful <laughs> <You'll find it. laughs> landscapes. This retreat is actually going to be all about renewal and creating space in your life mm-hmm. for the new, for what you want. Um, we have a beautiful retreat space. Oh my gosh, it's so pretty. Um, we have a lot of really cool things planned. So if you you need a couple days to get away, I mean, the healing on a retreat is amplified. 
It's so, it so is. And it's just, it's, it is about giving yourself that space, right? Because like, you're not, you're taken away from your normal life. So you can really concentrate on what it is that you are trying to move through, work through, accomplish any of those things. And I mean, I feel like we get connected in a two hour event. So when you're together for a couple days, days, it's like, so it's so good. Yes. And our reviews after our last treat were retreat were remarkable. So I'm very grateful for everybody who came. Yes. The experiences we had. And I just know that they're going to continue to grow and get better. So yeah, we're so excited and it is really beautiful. And Joshua tree is magical. Yeah. So join us if you're interested in that. Again, you can always reach out on Instagram or email or text us if you have our phone numbers. Yeah, we'll answer you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that is going to be January 28th through the 30th. So it starts early on the 28th. I just think important to note. Um, Not not like six in the morning, but like it starts in the morning. It's not like it starts at four and then goes through and then ends on the 30th. Yes in the afternoon. So, so it's going to be so great. Yeah. We hope to see you guys at either Breathwork or Joshua Tree. There will be Breathwork on the retreat. Yeah. So if you're missing it, in, you, can, you can get <laughs> so many opportunities. to bring. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it is one of my favorite ways to just get out of your head. Yes. Um, thank you so much for being here with us. Yeah. Happy New Year. We hope that you are able to, you know, give gratitude for last year. What worked, set your intentions, create space to implement, and then take action. Yeah, it's going to be a good year. It's going to be whatever the year is, but you get to decide right now what you're putting into it, what the energy is. It's a great year for a year. It's a great year for a year. (laughs) All right, guys, have a wonderful 2022. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Balanced Chaos Podcast. We're so happy to have you here with us each week. Please help us out by subscribing to the show sharing with friends, and leaving us reviews. You can also follow us on Instagram. We can communicate with you there. Our Instagram handle is at balancechaoslv. Reach out and we'll write back. Bye. 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 Bye.